0: I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Thanks for being here. This is a special live version of the Dr. Joe. Show here at the Live Lounge, so I'm really glad you're here. And so we're going to talk about what if we could turn back time? What if there was a way that we could slow down the aging process? And the answer is we can. That's the cool part. I'm 127. (laughs) But you can slow down the aging process, and that's what's so cool about this. And people ask me that all the time. And I say, Dr. Joe, I wish I'd done this sooner. I wish I had known how to take care of myself when I was younger. Well, we're gonna teach you how to do that now because it's never too late. As long as you're above ground, still breathing, there's things we can do. So one of the things that I hear all the time when patients come in our office, I've been in practice almost 35 years now. Patients come in the office and they say, Dr. Joe, I have some arthritis. No big deal. It's a huge deal. Because there's two types of arthritis. There's osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis. Osteoarthritis is degenerative. What that means is a bone is out of place rubbing against the other bones and the joint wears out. Very simple. So what would make sense? If the bones are out of place wearing out, what would make sense? Put them back in place. How hard was that? There's 206 bones in the body. Any one of them can come out of place, including your skull bones. In fact, I was giving a class to some of my doctors today on adjusting the skull and showing how you could actually move the skull bones around. So let's say your foot. One fourth of all the bones in your body are in your feet. 206 bones, about 50 are down there. And so if one of those comes out of place, what happens? It shifts your knee, which shifts your hip, which shifts your, shifts your spine, which can give you headaches. So, so many times people come to us and say, I've been to X amount of doctors, and no one can figure out what my problem is. And I say, let's start at the bottom. You have foot problems? Oh, gosh, I've always had foot problems. When the headache starts, oh, did I sprain my ankle? So everything is connected to everything. So we can adjust as chiropractors any one of the 206 bones in the body. So degenerative disc disease or DJD or arthritis, osteoarthritis, is a mechanical problem. Now, some people say I got arthritis in my fingers. You ever hear that one? Chances are it's not in your fingers. Chances are that's a secondary site. So what happens is, let's assume I get in a car accident, okay? You hear me talk about this all the time. You are not stronger than your car. If your car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. So your seatbelt holds your body in and your head snaps around. So now I twist a bone in my neck out of place. I may have pain, I may not, but I have a bone out of place. So the body, in its infinite wisdom, says there's inflammation right there. I'm going to send out these white blood cells to attack that area and break up the inflammation. Well, those white blood cells, specific white blood cells, are not site-specific. What that means is they go all over the body. So they attack everything. And where's it going to show up the most? The weakest, most freely movable joints in your body are where—your fingers. So when you say I got arthritis in my fingers, I say it's probably somewhere else. She's writing this all down. Look at this. She's like <laughs> taking <thinking> dictation here. <laughs> We're going to save this. You can watch it again, okay? <laughs> so, but the, so when you have arthritis in one place, it can affect other places. So just because you have a neck injury doesn't mean your toe isn't going to get arthritis because it's all connected. So if you have arthritis, mechanically, we need to put the bones back in place. Of course, there's nutrition things we can do as well, bring down the inflammation. But I I always say we want to get to the cause of the problem and not just treat the symptoms. And every single day, even coming down here today, I had three new patients right before I came down here to the studio. Three new patients. Everyone said, well, it's no big deal. I take some medication for that and it's under control. I said, what if we can fix the cause? You don't need the medication." I'm not against medication. If you need medication, absolutely, positively take it. But if we can get to the cause, hopefully we can get you off the medication. Sometimes we can, sometimes we can't. Another thing that happens as we get older, we lose our sex drive, our libido drops. It's perfectly normal. It's what's supposed to happen, but it doesn't have to go away. It just gets a little less. And one of the problems I see there is when people are eating bad foods. So one of the things, uh, one of the hormones we talk about. In fact, I'm going to do a show this Sunday on hormones. As a matter of fact, yes, okay. My producers are saying yes, you are. As a matter of fact, you are doing one on hormones. Is the hormone that helps your sex drive is testosterone. Now women have it, men have it, we all do. Now testosterone builds muscle, but not just biceps and triceps. How about your heart? Your heart's a muscle. How about your blood vessels? They're muscles. How about your colon? That's a muscle. So as your testosterone drops we start to have effects on not only your sex drive but on your muscles, and the heart can get weaker. So what happens is testosterone converts into estrogen. Estrogen is the women hormone, okay? It's the one that helps you lay down fat. Um, And when we have fat, fat becomes a living, breathing organ and starts producing estrogen. So estrogen causes you to lay down fat, which has caused you to produce estrogen, which causes you to lay down fat. And that's why when you're fat, it's really hard to lose weight. I used to be fat, so I can say the F word, okay? So when you're fat, it's hard to lose weight because it's producing estrogen. And now the muscles get weaker, so you don't feel like exercising. Your, your calorie burning drops. So it's hard to do it. But once you get there, once you start losing the weight, then the estrogen levels drop again. And there's a supplement you can take called diendol methane. Now, diendol methane, D-I-M, you might find that in cruciferous vegetables, things like broccoli, cabbage. Any idea why it's called cruciferous? What happens is when the flowers on the plant forms, it's in the shape of a... Crucifix, that's why it's called cruciferous. Absolutely useless information, okay? (laughs) You'll never use that again in your life. But cruciferous vegetables are high in something called diandolmethane. methane methane helps prevent testosterone from converting into estrogen. So another reason we wanna eat a plant-based diet is because you're gonna get some methane, which will help the testosterone from converting into estrogen. Pretty cool stuff. Now if you're eating animal products, animal products are loaded with estrogen. Commercial ones, especially because they give the animals estrogen to make them gain weight, because we sell animals by the pound. Following, so whether you whatever the reason you want to eat meat or don't eat meat, you're pumping estrogen into your body, and that will really lower your sex drive. So the plant-based diet is a much better choice for that reason, because it's not going to convert the estrogen, uh, the estrogen, the testosterone isn't converted to estrogen, which is great. How about we have trouble gaining weight, uh, losing weight? I'm sorry, our metabolism slows down right? Talk about turning back time. Wouldn't it be great? Remember when you were a kid? Six, well, a kid here. It's going to happen. Watch it. (laughs) This is the future. It ain't pretty. Okay. So So, when you're young, right? College, let's say pizza, six pack of beer, wake up in three hours of sleep, go back to school. Can't do that anymore. So your metabolism definitely slows down. So we have to eat through the life cycle. Where's my producer? Producer, let's do a show on that. Eating through the lifestyle, leading through the life cycle, okay? That's a really good topic because you can't eat like you used to. It just doesn't work. And the thing is this too. When I was young, most of us here, except for you, when you were young, food was different, right? Remember some things? Milk, what, what did milk have? Milk had, what was it? Flavor, remember that? Milk had flavor, remember that? <laughs> Watermelons were sweet, peaches were juicy. Remember those days, way back when? I don't even eat commercial tomatoes anymore. I'm Italian. I have to eat tomato. It's the law. <laughs> and I don't eat tomatoes anymore. They taste like cardboard, unless it's an organic tomato or organic heirloom. I don't even want to eat tomatoes anymore. So the food is different. Somewhere around 30 years ago, we really started messing up our food supply. And so we we, we don't rotate crops. The nutrient value is lower. So we don't have the flavor and the nutrients that we used to have. That's why we need to really change our diet, even for young people, because they're getting way worse food than we ate when we were kids, okay? So pizza today is a lot worse than pizza when we were kids. Not a good thing. And one of the things that happens is a lot of people now have something called gluten intolerance. Have you heard that before? Everybody has it. How many of you had that when you were a kid? You even know what it was, right? Of course that didn't exist. Gluten intolerance, what a sissy thing. Well, the reason is we've changed the way we grow wheat. Wheat used to be amber waves of grain, real tall stalks. Well, what we've done is we've hybridized it to make it short to produce more wheat kernels. Well, in the process, we created higher protein content called gluten. Gluten is a protein. And so it's a higher gluten content in a lot of wheat, not all, but a lot. And so we're having more of a reaction. But here's the other thing, something recent. What we started doing recently is spraying glyphosate, weed killer, on many of the crops so that we can harvest them. So after it's grown and done, we spray a weed killer on it so it's easier to harvest. It's easier on the machines. It's cheaper. Well, a lot of people may not have a gluten intolerance. They may have a glyphosate intolerance. Oh, isn't that interesting? So that's why if I go to Europe, I can eat wheat. I don't have a problem. Here in the States, I'm mostly wheat free because it's a different type of wheat. And so our metabolism is going to change and the food has changed. So as we get older, we need to actually eat higher quality, less quantity. If we want our metabolism to reboot itself and go back to normal. What does that look like? Well, when you're hungry, you're not hungry for food. You're hungry for nutrition. And we got that messed up. We think when we're hungry, we're hungry for food. No, 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 no. We're hungry for nutrition. So if you give your body high quality nutrition, you're going to eat less food. And then your metabolism will get better. I have the same problem you do. When I used to be overweight, I was a kid when I was overweight. And to this day, I don't have a problem every day with food like I used to. I have a problem every meal. Every meal, I have to look at the food and say, is this going to be good for me? Or is this going to be bad for me? And then I have to make a decision. And nothing is worth it to me that's going to make me sick. Do I miss some things? I do. Will I eat them? I won't. And once you know what's happening, it's worth it's, it's worth making the right decision. It's worth saying, you know what? I would love to have that piece of double chocolate cheesecake. It's not worth it. And so one of the good things about people having these gluten intolerances and food intolerances is they can't eat a lot of foods. And I'm okay with that because most of the foods they can't eat are bad. So I hate to say that, but I a, a friend of mine, uh, she's gluten intolerant and she's very thin. And she said, if it wasn't for gluten intolerance, I'd eat everything, but I can't. So make believe you're gluten intolerant. How about that? Okay, And even if you're not, what is wheat? It's sugar. And that's the secret. you got to cut down on the sugars, the processed sugars. Because when sugar gets into the body, it converts into fat. Because when you put sugar in your body, everything gets, sugars get converted into glucose. I'm going to cover this a little later too. Glucose is the fuel that your body uses as fuel. The cells use glucose. Once the glucose, all the cells are filled up, the body says, what am I going to do with all the sugar that you just put in there? Well, I'm going to convert it into something called glycogen. Glycogen is what we store energy. It's like your reserve tank of fuel. It's in your muscles. It's in your liver. What happens when the glycogen tank is all filled up? What do we do then? Converts it into fat and gets stored as fat. So glucose is used then stored as glycogen, gets stored as fat. So you've got to cut out those processed sugars, the breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, and pastas. Does it stink? Yeah. Should you do it? Yeah. It's definitely worth it. So the metabolism is going to slow down. So when you give your body high quality foods, you're not as hungry. And that's the cool part. Now it may take a few weeks to get used to this because we're used to eating these massive meals. But after a few weeks of eating healthy foods, you'll be amazed. A lot of people, you know, I talk about super greens and essential source, uh, the two supplements. Somebody came up to me before and said they love the product. Somebody, there you go. Right, okay. Is it wonderful? Isn't it great? Like how'd you live without it, right? (laughs) I feel the same way. How did you live without it? (laughs) It's great, isn't it? So when I take that, and a lot of people say this too, you may back me, you're not as hungry. Yeah. So what I'm doing is give you super high concentration of nutrients. And then the body says, okay, that's what I need. I don't need fat. I don't need carbohydrates. I just need it to super high concentration of nutrients. And so that's a little trick that I use when I put patients on a weight loss program because we all could use that. And I have to look at every meal and decide what's a good choice. Even today, we had the, we had the food, right? It was spectacular, wasn't it? Okay, we had a nice little catering job here. But I didn't eat the buns. They had sliders. I had mushroom sliders and seitan sliders. I didn't eat the buns. So was it good? It was great. But I just took the buns away. You just got to start making better choices. That's what it's all about, really. And that'll increase your metabolism. And also, our adrenal glands get weaker. As we get older, our adrenal glands shut down. The adrenal glands, going to talk about this Sunday night on the show, the adrenal glands produce over 50 different hormones. And one of them is adrenaline. Adrenaline gives you what? Energy. So if your adrenal glands aren't working, one of the things that's going to happen is you're not going to have the energy. It also produces your sex hormones. (gasps) Remember them, testosterone, estrogen? So testosterone is important to build muscle mass and it gives you strength and it's your sex drive hormone. So if the adrenal glands aren't working, you're not going to produce a lot of your sex hormones. You may not be producing the energy that you want and it also produces something called prostaglandins. Prostaglandins control inflammation. Every disease known to man has an inflammatory component. And if we can reduce the inflammation in our body, we're going to live a whole lot longer. It's really simple. That's what we're talking about is how can we live longer? How can we turn back time? And so by reducing inflammation, you can live longer. See, I want you to ask yourself this question. Every meal from now till the end of time, is it worth it? And if the answer is no, don't do it. If it is, then do it. Okay, it's your choice. But I promise you, if you do this just for a couple of days, you'll be amazed how much better you feel every day, every single day. Patients come in our office, why didn't I do this sooner? I wish I'd done this a lot sooner. The other thing we might want to look at is nitric oxide support. We've heard me talk about this. Nitric oxide is a supplement and it opens up your blood vessels. It's a vasodilator. And so by eating a good plant-based diet, you're going to get some good nitric oxide production. Nitric oxide production drops dramatically as we get older. That's why a lot of old people have high blood pressure. One of the reasons. Because the blood vessels open and then the pressure drops. As we get older, they don't open like they used to. And the blood pressure st- gets higher. So we can put you on medication to lower the blood pressure. And sometimes that's necessary. But what if we fix the problem? What if we just lower the blood pressure? Get the nitric oxide support. And that's why one of the supplements we have on drjoe.com, the website, we have so many people loving that nitric oxide support. And here's this other secret. It gives you a ton of energy. I can't take my nitric oxide at night. I can't sleep. I have to take it in the morning and then kind of wear it out of my body by the time nighttime comes around. And it's a lot of fun. And people start taking it and they go, my God, Dr. Joe, my blood pressure better. My doctor said, what are you doing? I said, take Dr. Joe's nitric oxide. Dr. Joe says it, do it. Just that simple. So nitric oxide is another thing you might want to consider throwing into your, uh, your diet there. Uh, the adrenal support, the super greens, the essential source. Uh, sleep issues. How many people have sleep issues? Most of you do. You're too tired to raise your hand, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know (laughs) The body heals when it sleeps. The body detoxifies when it sleeps. You ever notice that? You wake up in the morning after eight hours of sleep, your breath stinks, your body's sweating. God, you need a shower. But eight hours of being awake, not so much. Because when you're sleeping, your body's getting rid of a lot of junk. And that's good. So if we're not sleeping, we're not going into detoxification. So a couple of things we have to deal with with sleep. I just did a show on this the other day. It's on the website, drjoe.com, on sleep. Pain. Pain is a big one. So we want to get to the cause of the pain. Again, as a chiropractor, the most effective, least expensive treatment for pain, by far, is chiropractic care. Now, not all pain, but generally speaking, chiropractic should be your first stop and get to the cause of the problem. had a neurosurgeon on our show the other day, Dr. Kajavi. First thing he said when I put him on the air, chiropractic is the most effective, least expensive treatment for pain. You should do that first. If you end up in my office, meaning the surgeon, he says, chances are you're way far down the line and we may not be able to get you well. He says, you shouldn't have surgery until you've tried everything else first. I love that about him. He's a great guy. So we want to get to the cause of the problem. That could be a big issue with sleep. Sleep apnea, snoring. Any snorers? Okay. (laughs) Everybody points to each other. (laughs) Snoring is a sign, it's a symptom that something's wrong. So, if you're snoring, that's just like pain is a symptom, snoring is a symptom. And one of the most common things that I see with snoring is the stomach, you hear me talk about this all the time, pushes up against your diaphragm. Now, you have a sheet of muscle called a diaphragm. You have a hole in the diaphragm called the lower soft sphincter. And when you swallow, food drops in that hole, the hole closes, goes into your stomach, you digest food and you pass it on. When you're standing, you have gravity. And gravity's pulling your stomach down away from the diaphragm. That's good. But when you lay down, gravity's removed. Now your stomach can push up against the diaphragm. And so the diaphragm has to drop down for you to suck air in so you can breathe. And that's how you breathe. Diaphragm drops, you suck in air. Diaphragm goes up, you blow out air. It's pretty simple. But what happens is if your stomach is up against the diaphragm, the diaphragm can't go down. And you gasp for air. And then you wake yourself up. Because what happens is your oxygen levels go low, your CO2 goes up, and the body says, "Uh uh-oh, something's wrong, I'm suffocating. Wake up. And so when you're snoring, you're actually going in and out of this sleep cycle. You're not getting into that deep sleep and staying there. So that's a bad thing. So many times when we take the stomach and adjust it or pull it down away from the diaphragm, you sleep better. It's pretty simple, right? So many health problems are physical, not chemical. And we keep trying to treat them chemically, and we fail miserably because it's not a chemical problem. It's like my tires on my car. The other day, I hit a curb, tires are out of alignment. My my mechanic said, go get them aligned. Got them aligned. It was fine. I could change the oil in my car. That's chemical. That's good. But I still need to get my tires aligned. So, so many health issues are physical, not chemical, and we try to treat them chemically, not physically. doesn't make any sense. Blows my mind. And this is where the change is coming in healthcare. The trend is definitely going in this direction. You're seeing it because more and more doctors are getting this simple concept. And I believe that this is the missing link in healthcare. When we get that simple concept to more and more doctors that many problems are physical, not chemical, healthcare changes dramatically. I had a patient come to us one time and they said, Well, I don't know if I want to come here. I don't know if I could adjust it. Okay. So they went and got surgery. They regretted it. Anybody ever have surgery? Have ever regret it? <laughs> and not all surgeries. Surgeries are necessary sometimes. I said, "What was your copay for the surgery? Copay, eighteen thousand dollars out of pocket. Not counting physical therapy, medication, out of work, eight weeks out of work, everything like that. That was just copay, eighteen thousand dollars." And he said, "I wish I'd listened to you the first time." I said, "Yeah, bet you do." <laughs> so, so get to the cause of the problem. It's much better than trying to treat the symptoms. But when the stomach pushes up against the diaphragm, you might have acid reflux, right? How many people have digestive issues? Okay, I would say it's, everybody has it, nobody talks about it. It's not first date conversation, right? I'm Joe, nice to meet you, a little gassy today. You know, (laughs) that's something we talk about. But when you have digestive issues, there's something wrong. And the acid can come up into your throat and eat away at your throat. And when that happens, you can get cancer. A lot of throat cancer cases are nothing more than acid coming up into the throat. And it would have been so simple to pull the stomach down away from the diaphragm and solve the problem. So one of the things that happens as we get older is our muscles get weaker, including our diaphragm. And as the muscles get weaker because testosterone is dropping, remember that, muscles get weaker, that more likely to have that acid reflux. But here's the thing with acid reflux. Your stomach's job is to take proteins and break them into something called amino acids. Now, you've heard me talk about this a lot if you've listened to the show. The amino acid tryptophan becomes serotonin in the brain. Serotonin is your happy neurotransmitter. It makes your brain work. And when you get anxious, depressed, anxiety, ADD, ADHD, always it's an issue with serotonin. So instead of using the little bit of serotonin that we have, what if we made more serotonin? <gasps> well, how do we do that? We fix the stomach. You pull the stomach away from the diaphragm. It's an adjustment I teach all my doctors to do pull the stomach away from the diaphragm. We're able to digest our food better. Then we get you on a good diet, things like super greens and essential source, which have something in it called enzymes. Enzymes are the magic supplement nobody talks about. All you are is a sack of chemicals. We can break you down into all the chemicals that are in your body. Why are you alive? Because the enzymes make the chemicals come together and they come alive. And then the cells work. Pretty cool stuff. So what happens is, if we can get enzymes working in your body, getting the chemicals working, that's great. When you're young, you have lots of enzymes. As you get older, your enzyme levels plummet. That's called aging. So what if we just upped our enzyme levels? It's pretty simple. How do we do that? Eat more raw food. When I say raw food, broccoli, cucumbers, tomatoes, avocado, salad, not talking steak, okay, sushi. What about sushi? It's raw. Okay. <laughs> no. So, so, Raw foods have enzymes in them. So here's my rule. Every meal, from now to the end of time, I want you to have at least one thing raw. Salad, broccoli, cucumbers, tomatoes. Garrett, my producer, makes fun of me. He comes in my office and he goes, what bowl of vegetable are you eating there? <laughs> a bowl of tomatoes or, you know, some maybe watermelon and uh, something raw at every meal. What even better would be if you had one meal of total raw food, which is easy. It's called a salad. There you go. See how easy that was? And it's cheaper and better than anything you're doing right now. You're giving your body high concentration of nutrients. You'll eat less food. You'll save money. And chances are you're going to live longer. So the simplest thing you can do to live longer is eat less quantity, higher quality foods. It's not hard to figure out. And that's a real simple rule to follow. And then your body's going to get those enzymes working. Now, another supplement we have is called Dr. Joe's Digestive Enzymes. Whenever I eat a cooked meal, if for some reason I can't get something raw, I always take my digestive enzymes, and it's amazing. You sleep better. You feel better. The brain works better. Your your proteins break down to amino acids. Tyrosine becomes uh, uh, serotonin. uh, uh, Tryptophan becomes serotonin. Tyrosine becomes dopamine. Dopamine is the neurotransmitter that gives you pleasure. And so many people, as they get older, start to say, life just stinks. I'm not having as much fun as I used to. One of the reasons is you're not producing dopamine like you used to because you may not be digesting your food properly. So if you can break your proteins down to amino acids, you're going to get the amino acid production to get into the brain to produce the neurotransmitters. The brain works better. Now, as a pain management specialist, GABA, you may have heard of GABA, gabapentin maybe? GABA is a neurotransmitter that suppresses pain. It suppresses a lot of things. And so if you're having seizures, if you're having muscle spasms, many times it may be a GABA issue. So if we can get the GABA production in the brain working to suppress the pain, it's going to work better, okay? So I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, folks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to For the Health Bit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app. It's-